My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to Graham McTavish, who you might know for House of Dragon, Outlander, Witcher, and various other projects, but he also has a brand new bourbon whiskey called The War Chief. It's a super premium bourbon with a mash bill of 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. It's a bourbon with a very smooth, well-rounded finish and excellent richness, depth, and character. So to talk about his projects, of course, and to to get really into the war chief, here is the one and only Graham McTavish. I'm so excited and you have so many things going on <laughs> as always. So I want to jump into the first thing, which I have with me. I have everything with me, but ah, yes, the book. so I wanted to talk to you about it. I think you guys did such a great job with this one, specifically highlighting New Zealand, which I think is so critical and important, really diving into the history mm. about it. You guys did mm. some fun things in there where you included recipes and things that you ate and all of those things, the truths and the lies, which were really fun to read. So I wanted to know why was it important for you guys to include some of those extras that are not typically in a book, like recipes and where you ate and things that you did for fans to read? I think it was really just uh, to kind of give it variety and make it enjoyable. You know, there were certainly things that we had that perhaps people hadn't enjoyed themselves before. So we wanted to share that. And, you know, we, we had a very varied experience. So we didn't want it to make, we would, didn't want it to be just about how Sam was constantly terrifying me or um, my my sort of writing about New Zealand history. We wanted to give a, a nice sort of mix of things. Yeah. Yeah. And I mentioned this to Sam too. You guys did such a great job of using native terms and mm. kind of explaining what that terminology was. Why mm. was it important for you to make sure that that stayed in the book and not Americanize it, if that makes sense? And like translate it but to keep the originality in it well i think you really to try and stay true to that culture yeah i mean it's uh you know the maori culture is very different to ours and one of the things that i found so interesting historically was the meeting of those two cultures in the middle of the 19th century and to keep those that terminology i think helps to show that that difference of what that would have meant when they met. It's all part of, of really exploring how a, a culture that was essentially 500 years in isolation. I mean, they they hadn't encountered other people, other humans. I mean, apart from like seeing Abel Tasman off the coast with his men and stuff, they, they hadn't had any kind of settlement other than their own. And then equally for those people coming from somewhere like Scotland, where they, you know, traveled 120 days, they're in woolen clothes, you you know, they're escaping either poverty or they just they just want a new opportunity to arrive in a place where the people are, you know, their facial tattoos, they're standing there with spears and clubs, they don't even have the wheel. It would be so incredible. The only comparison now would be if an alien spaceship landed, really. So for to try and really emphasize that, I think the terminology helps. Yeah, and it, it's such a beautifully done book, and I learned so much. I wanted mm. to know during your process, 
process. Did you learn anything new about New Zealand that you didn't already know? Because I know you live there, obviously, but it's so massive. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Loads of things. I mean, all the research that I did historically just gave me a, a really fresh insight into the history of that country. And it's such a young country in terms of uh, European settlement. And also just, you know, when we spent time with the Maori on the Marae and met Inia, who took us through everything, learning the Hakka, uh, just learning about their community was very new to me. So that was uh, that was really amazing, actually. Well, I just wanted to mention it really quickly because I know you guys did a couple of things for it, but I love it so much. There'll be links below to buy it. Please buy it. The audiobook. I was hysterically laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fantastic at it. But I really appreciate this because I didn't know a lot. I found yeah. out pretty quickly yeah. that I was uh, very ignorant to uh, New Zealand. So I learned a lot from this book. Well, it's yeah, I mean, New Zealand, uh, listen, there, as Peter, as Peter Jackson says in the foreword, there are maps that New Zealand isn't even featured on of the world, Crazy. you know, so people, a lot of people think it's like part of Australia, they don't even, I was talking to someone in the other day, uh, yesterday, in fact, I said, oh, I'm flying to New Zealand, and, uh, and he went, oh, wow, wow, and I said, and yeah, and you're, you're flying over the ocean the entire way, and he said, um, well, which ocean, and I thought, yeah, you have no idea where this place is, you have no idea which ocean the Atlantic, the Indian, the Arctic, the Pacific. And, you know, when you realize that, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do not know anything about New Zealand. So yeah. it's uh, been great to talk about it. Well, I hope you guys do another book on New Zealand because I love it so much. You made me fall in love <laughs> with it. So I'm hoping we get more information. I know you guys are looking at possibly other locations and stuff like that, yeah. but learning more yeah. about it. I'm so interested. I mean, I bought books about New Zealand. Like I really, I went in. <laughs> yeah, no, book, it's, so it's, I it's love it. Great, it's, um, you know, as I say, for somewhere that's so young so much has happened you've gone from people greeting these ships in war canoes uh, less than 200 years ago to the society that we see now in New Zealand it's a huge change I mean America is a young country but America is like sort of ancient compared with New Zealand in terms of the settlement that that's occurred and then I guess my last question relates to the book before I get into my really exciting war chief is just you know why do you think you and Sam get along so well in terms of traveling because you guys are so fun together is it because you're so different when it comes to activities do you think that's what makes it work so well or yeah you guys are buddies yeah, i mean we like, definitely that... we complement each other i suppose yeah. we are different and also you know we share a similar sense of humor which is very important and we have a sense of humor so having an experience like driving around in a camper van for weeks on end uh, you need a sense of humor <laughs> so you know it's it's great you know we're just um the the show is completely unscripted so we we just just turn up and hope for the best and uh, just talk to people as us. We're not faking anything. And uh, hopefully people find that that interesting. And Sam, for his part, really enjoys putting me through terrifying experiences. So yeah, it's an interesting combination. Well, I want to congratulate you too, by the way, on the heights and all the stuff that you did. You are a champ because the stuff that he put you through, I felt so bad when I was watching it, but you yeah. through. And again, it's another just a trait of interviewing you for a long period time it's another trait of you that i think people should be aware of that you're just so down to do anything <laughs> and yeah. you're just so open to it like you might be scared but you conquer all of it and i say i think that says yeah. a lot about you and it's really fun to watch so uh, well good yeah yeah i mean i love a challenge I, i'm not gonna lie a couple of those things were very 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 difficult to do yeah. and there were moments 
where I thought, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do this. I'm really not sure. And I said that to to Kevin, the director on Men and Kilts and Sam, you know, and they were really good about it. They were like, you know, okay, we, we're not going to force you to do anything you don't want to. But somehow even saying that I might not be able to do it helped force me into doing it, if that makes any sense. It was interesting. And I'm glad I did them. I am. I'm very glad to have those experiences and to, to face your fears, I think is important in life. And most of them were in very controlled environments. Uh, in fact, the most dangerous was probably the Ray Ray rock slide because that was completely uncontrolled and it was only afterwards that I realized how utterly dangerous and awful it was as the guy cheerfully reminded me at the end the guy who had his nutsack torn off as he was going down it so I'm really glad I didn't know that before I went on it so yeah it was fun it was fun yeah I definitely would have uh not wanted to know that ahead of time because I would have been a no. hard pass no. No. <laughs> on me but then let's talk about war chief yes first of all I want to show people what it looks like this is what it comes packaged it comes beautifully packaged in a box i mean you cannot destroy this thing in the mail so everybody order it because it comes mm. beyond package but it's so beautiful i have one opened i didn't want to open this one because it's so pretty but i love it so much with the gorgeous label on the front there's all this information on the back yes. and what i found the most interesting what you had on the back is the mix that you did between mm. the united states new zealand a little bit of scott like there's like a lot of like basically you and your heritage and your and kind of your history that was mm. for lack of a better term uh, or a pun poured into this bottle so yeah. why was it important to include all of those things to make this well i mean you know in the, in describing it i wanted to really talk about a sort of personal journey and it was a personal journey that that led me to bourbon really and it also the journey of the bourbon paralleled my own career journey especially via the united states and the the two things sort of occurred at the same time so my first experience of bourbon happened shortly after I arrived in America oh, so right. they've been running kind of parallel with each other and my sort of secret life as a bourbon drinker has finally been revealed I'm I've, I've burst from the bourbon closet I'm just not uh, not hiding it anymore yeah and 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 I did for years uh, in fact, I wasn't even I wasn't even aware that I was sort of a secret bourbon drinker until I I realized in retrospect that I always chose the bourbon when I was picking a drink when I was at home if I was going to have a, a spirit or anything it would be the bourbon so yeah and that's that's all part of what I try and describe on the on the back of the label as well yeah I mean you tell an amazing story the label's gorgeous the bottle's gorgeous everything you yes, my, my dear friend designed that Emma Quinn she designed the label she she and I have known each other for over 30 years and I thought of her immediately when we came to designing it so she's done a fantastic job yeah it's gorgeous it's yeah. doing so well I think it's because of the taste I know mm. that like you know there's local farmers that were involved in some of this with like the mills and what they were using and the ingredients that they put in there you have mm. white oak barrels right if i'm not mistaken mm. that were like toasted and charred to use to store like mm. all of it in so talk to me about the flavors because it's a very mm. rich beautiful smooth strong but not too strong it's just like a, the ideal yeah oven. there's so many factors that go into it there's the mash bill there's the, the composition of the 75 percent corn 21 percent 
rye, four percent malted barley. So the corn, the sweetness of the corn is is balanced really with the spice and the sort of Christmas cake, fruit cake flavors of the rye. I mean, somebody described it, and I thought it was a great description as Christmas in a glass. And it it sort of it is really, and that's that's what appealed to me when we went through all the R and D when we were trying many many different expressions that this was the one we kept coming back to so uh yeah yeah it was pretty it was it was exactly what we were looking for and you know having a high rye content just gives it that that little bit of extra spice which adds to that smoothness with the corn flavors it's like chemistry yeah. it really is and that's what i've been learning as i've been going through my bourbon journey that there are so many factors involved where the barrel is positioned in the rickhouse you know how long it's been what the weather's been like what the water is nearby what the yeasts are that have been used so the possibilities with bourbon are infinite literally and that makes it very very exciting and that's why you know i went to a bourbon bourbon event yesterday the whiskey social here in houston and uh all the different bourbons that were there the community of bourbon all rooting for each other to create good product and um yeah, it was really, it's been a really lovely part of it, actually, becoming part of a community that I knew nothing about, really. Yeah. And you did something really special because I agree with that description about like the holidays and Christmas because Mm. you can drink it and just have a good time. But you can also drink it and throw in like a cinnamon stick and have a fire going and like blanket around you and just feel very like wintry feeling like where you're like nice and warm. That's a very hard thing to accomplish. In one yeah, bottle. yeah, yeah. No, it's a. I mean, I drink it neat, but you can drink it with. Uh, you can make a, a really good old fashioned with it. We've just launched um, a rye whiskey, a Kentucky straight rye. That honestly, and I, you know, I know that this sounds like a line, but I find it very difficult to choose between them in terms of which one I prefer. And so the the rye obviously is. Uh, spicier but unusually for a rye it has a real smoothness to it and that's obviously great for making manhattans or you know you could drink it straight it's um yeah lots of possibilities which of course we all love if we're drinkers (laughs) you're always changing it up right so we could just make anything out of it but like i said it's very hard to do because we cover a lot of different types of spirits and alcohol and it's usually one thing if that makes sense to you. But this mm. is not one thing. This is multiple yeah. things. And again, I was extremely impressed. You open it, you could smell it. I mean, it's just, it's very impressive. So I just want to congratulate you. Oh, it's so you. good. It's beautiful. Um, Like I said, thank there'll you. be links below. I can't wait to try your other one. It's like really exciting. The Keeper, it's called. The oh, Keeper. I like that name. How are you coming up with these names? These are very like well, strong, the Chief, powerful names. Is kind of... The war chief is, you know, has an obvious link with yeah, the Outlander. And it's just a great word, you know, it's a great yeah. word. But it's a and powerful, you, a nice, powerful word. Yeah, it's got weight, you know, and when you pick words, they have a life beyond themselves, you know, they prompt things in your mind. So that's why we settled on the war chief. And, and the keeper is the name of one of my axes in The Hobbit. Grasper. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so, and we just thought that's a cool word. It's a cool word. I just love it because it's so much of your life. You know, every time we talk about acting and you give great advice or we talk about a show, there's so much stuff that's related to your life that you kind of give us. So to incorporate so much of your life into these bottles and everything, it just makes it that much 
more special, you know? Oh, well. So yeah. I just love that you yeah. do that. Good. Yeah. Thank you. How's it been really quickly? I know you've been touring. I've been mm. seeing photos. Fans have been freaking out and loving it, meeting you and getting to, you know, have their bottle signed and buy bottles mm. and talk to you about it. So how's it been kind of touring all over? I know you're heading back home, but how's it been for the past like month or so? It's been great, actually. It's It's been really great. You know, we've been on the road for really over, oh gosh, two and a half weeks, more maybe. Scotland, England you know, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Texas, you know, we're going into other states in the new year uh, for retail. So we'll be visiting those as well come the new year. But no, it's very enjoyable. It's it's really enjoyable meeting the fans in this particular environment and not and also meeting people who know nothing about me, but they're just really interested in the bourbon. And that's really satisfying. That's really where we where we're aiming for. I mean, it's I, I'm very keen for this not to be seen as a, a celebrity brand. I kind of wince at that sort of stuff. It's I very much wanted this this bourbon to stand on its own, you know, to be judged as bourbon. And that's been the most satisfying thing when people who are people who love bourbon, who know about bourbon, sample it. The, the reaction has been universally very good and that means so much to me because it would it, it would just be awful you know putting my name in it and all the rest of it working hard and for the product not to live up to that so that's been really fabulous actually yeah i mean no pressure putting your name on something you want to I know. <laughs> yes the product of an egomaniac yes. <laughs> what should we call it mctavish spirits great <laughs> Of course. You're like, no pressure, no pressure. Oh, no, 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 no. Just have my name on it. But everyone loves it. Everyone. I haven't heard a single bad thing. I mean, yeah. everyone's going obsessed with it. And I mean, rightfully yeah. so. Like I said, all of it's like your life in a bottle mixed with every. I just can't explain it. And I really want people to try it because it's so unexpected. Yeah, it's yeah. so I mean, different. It's been going great. We've sold already sold out of all the bottles that were um, allocated for Texas. We got here and they just said, we need more bottles. And uh, we were like, oh wow okay and the reaction last night at the whiskey social from the bourbon community was so so good and just really made us realize that we're on the right track with it and that this is something that we want to continue with with other expressions not just the rye but you know with other bourbons with other just just different things that we've got in the pipeline coming up over the over the next however long. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. Yeah, yeah and I know you're such a family man too. And to mm. put all this into place, which could be a lifelong thing that you can give sure. to your family down the road. Yeah. Such a beautiful thing as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, my children are too young to be drinking bourbon and rye at the moment. But right. uh, eventually. <laughs> but down, the ro- down the road, you know. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. Years, yeah. 20 years. I'm yeah, all I mean, it'll be, it'll be great to open a bottle at my um, my eldest daughter's 21st birthday party. You know, get her started on the bourbon. It's nice. And they're very, they're very excited about it as well. I got a ton of fan questions for you, which yeah. I, I know you love my rapid fire so i'll try sure. to limit it, it a little bit yeah. but we got a ton for you so let's i'm just gonna open these up okay so one fan asked any exciting things planned for next year that you could reveal next year well apart from the usual things that i can't talk about things that i don't want to jinx i mean I'm, i'll be going back on the witcher that's something that i'll be doing in the new year but other than that yeah there are a lot of other things planned things to do with the whiskey things to do with writing things to do with producing and tv and stuff so yeah there's a lot of different irons in the fire so stay tuned and we still have um your appearance on outlander which yes, we all know about so we still have that coming out speaking of writing someone wanted to know does Graham have plans 
plans to write his own memoir and her name is uh linda who asked the question yeah I've, I've been asked about that yeah i mean sure i've definitely got a few stories to tell you sort of get to this point and you suddenly look behind you and you realize you've been doing this for 40 years and in that time the business has changed so much and I've been part of that and you know the people that I've met some of whom are no longer with us some of whom are incredibly inspiring and really helped shape my career and how I act and all those sort of things I'd, I'd be very happy to write about that I don't really want it to be um conventional memoir you know I'm not really interested I'm in not surprised <laughs> <laughs> and then this happened and this happened and then right. I did this and then that happened. I'm, I'm kind of interested in, in the whole world of being an actor, which is, unless you're in that world, it's quite difficult to understand, actually. And I think, quite rightly, a lot of people think it's insane to do, to pursue that. And yeah, I totally understand that. So I think it would be interesting to write from that point of view, of a sort of an inside perspective on that, that whole world, uh, not just about me yeah I think it would be great if you did a book where you told stories because you have such great stories but then also your advice for you know up-and-comers and acting pitfalls mm. what to avoid we've discussed this yeah. before all of yeah. those kind of things I think would be such an interesting book to read and yeah. how you have a 40-year career you know what I mean like I think all of that nobody has given out advice like that you know no. and I think that would be a really nice kind no. of mixture no. of something yeah else. I mean I remember doing a play years ago and one of the older actors in it then who he talked about how he'd been acting for 25 years and I just thought this was such a long time I couldn't imagine it it's like 25 years I think I'd been acting for less than 10 when he told me that I, I just couldn't conceive of it and now here we are it's like a god yeah. Here you are, and you've been on like the biggest show, House of Dragon, Witcher, Outland. I mean, it's it's crazy. So, yeah, it's but fun. you have that kind of mentality. That's what I what I mean. Like in your brain, you're very strategic with what you want to do and how you want to do it. You're prepared. I think you really understand the industry, and I think that's a gift that you could maybe write and give to others because you really do understand yeah, it. I'm definitely interested in doing something like that, and I have been talking to people about it. So fingers crossed. There's a few things. I mean, you know, I try and do as much as I possibly can but there's been a lot happening and and will continue to happen so I'm just trying to trying to uh, marshal all of those pieces uh, and actually also spend time with my my family yeah, my wife which is number one kid. that's that's very important too um I'll ask you one more question let's see someone asked what was your inspiration to have your own business do you know but this is the thing I think people imagine with a lot of stuff there's a plan you know but the history of my life not just my career has been throwing myself into things that I have really no understanding of acting writing you know starting a bourbon I knew nothing about these things really certainly I, did, I you know never started a business before no no idea about it but somehow my blissful ignorance has proved to be a positive thing for me not it wouldn't be right for everybody but I think if I knew too much about those things before I went into them it would possibly frighten me off yeah it was yeah. a little bit like moving to America when I moved to America I literally didn't even consider just all of the stuff that you have to do when you move to another country you know naively I just kind of thought well I'll just get off the plane and then I'll be there and it'll be fine and, but then you arrive and you have to get a social security number you have to get a bank account you have to get a phone number you have to you have to get a credit history you have to do all of this 
boring shit that would put you off, I think, if you knew too much about it. So with the business, this business, the starting point was was liking really getting on with Paul and Connor. Yeah. That was it. And it's the same with doing clan lands with Sam. You know, we like each other. So, hey, you know, why don't we do a TV show? Why don't we do a documentary? Why don't we do a travel show? Let's write a book. You know, because you, I guess the people around you or one inspire you. And then that, you know, everything, everything I've ever done has been the same story. Even down to, you know, something so sort of strange as, as having children, you know, you need the right person to be with to have the kids. And, uh, you know, I, I, I left it late and then boom, I've got two. <laughs> so all of these things, none of it's planned. So I, I guess I think what the future holds for me would be the same, more of the same. I love that so much about you, though. I want to tell you, Bonnie on social media said hi. She was like, please just tell Grandma I said hi. I love him. So she said hi. And then Sarah said, ask how he liked Kentucky and what his his impression of of it was it was such a pleasure meeting this nice man at his battle signing i'm a big fan of the hobbit outlander many killed the witcher and just finished reading clanlands in new zealand so oh, that's from sarah great. oh i love i love kentucky love it i mean i love all the play i mean listen i love milwaukee i was amazed i was so the people and uh, i mean the weather was good that helps it wasn't cold, but it was just delightful. I think that kind of, those sort of areas of America, it was like when I was in Montana doing the movie, they really appealed to me. Kentucky, Tennessee, where I was earlier, and now in Texas. Yeah. I, I love meeting the people in these places. So that's that's been a, a real pleasure. Well, they love you. And by the way, you should know everybody. I've been talking to Brandon because everyone's been asking me, where can I see somewhere in Montana? So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that because oh. I know it's in process. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm yeah. letting everyone we know. Are in talks or they so. are in talks with distributors. And I expect that to be able to be seen next year. Very excited about that because it was it was yeah. very good. So it's a good, it's good. I'm excited for everyone to see it. I want to ask you. We do this really fun segment on here where we do a photo booth. I want to see if you're down to do it. I know you're gonna you're gonna kill me, but it's like a three, two, one, and then you just do like four poses, but we put it together in this really pretty graphic and then okay. submit it, and it goes viral sure. usually. So sure. it's really fun. So sure. I wasn't sure if you were gonna be down to do it. <laughs> sure. I mean, God knows what those four poses will be, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Okay. I love you so much, Grab. I really do. Count three, two, one, and then just do whatever you want. Like four different so, poses. Four different poses. Okay. Yes. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Perfect. <laughs> I have no idea what those are going to look like. I but swear hey. it will look good. I promise. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'll tag you. I want to sure. thank you for spending time with me. I'm so excited for you to go home and see your family because I know it's been a while and they probably miss you. Thank you for sharing time here in the States and letting yeah. me meet you and get to spend time with you. And thank you for making some of the best alcohol ever. <laughs> so yes. I love it so much. So thank I would you. thank you. And for spending time with me as usual and going over everything. Is there anything else that you want to promote or shout out to, or did we cover everything? I think we've covered it. And Thank then, you. like I said, you look fantastic. I said Thank this you. before we recorded, but I have to, I'm putting it out for posterity. You look fantastic. Thank you. So great. Oh. So. Thank you. Well, thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful, safe flight home. I just love you. That's all. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, darling. Take care. Talk to you Bye. soon. 
Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Graham McTavish talk about all of his projects. If you're interested in purchasing Clan Lands in New Zealand, the book is available now where all books are sold. So go to your favorite bookstore or online to make a purchase. The War Chief is currently available in various locations. To find out more information, visit McTavishSpirits.com. It's M-C-T-A-V-I-S-H Spirits.com. And if you're looking forward to seeing him in all of his upcoming projects, stay tuned because we will be announcing them as they come out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Oh, 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 oh